Yo, you back to the Hip Hop Spot Podcast with me, your host, Brown. Yo, thank you for tuning in to this episode. This is the Hip Hop Spot where we interview inspiring entrepreneurs within the hip hop genre. That means MCs, producers, videographers, DJs, yo, spoken word artists, all that good stuff, man. We got it right here, man. Yo, today's gonna be a dope-ass motherfucking episode, man. We got San Alexander, straight out of Florida, man. Yo, he's originally from the West Coast. Yo, he's a dope-ass motherfucking MC, man. He has a new album out, which you gotta listen to, man. As a matter of fact, go into Spotify right in the fuck now and search up San Alexander. And, man, listen to that shit. It's dope as fuck. And, uh, like we always do, man, in the hip-hop spot... We go into some dope, dope motherfucking hip-hop straight from the underground. That's right. Uh, uh. Yeah. Yo, what's going down, hip-hop world? We're back to the hip-hop spot with me, Brown, your host. Yo, like I mentioned before, we got a dope motherfucking MC by the name of San Alexander. Man, San, yo, how's it going down, man? What's up, man? How you doing tonight? Yo, everything's gravy, man. Um, we want to know about your, your. Um, first of all, man, what's the deal with the name, man? Uh, so, well, yeah, San Alexander is pronounced San. It's uh, it's really just the last half of my first name because my first full name is uh, Rasan, R-A-S-S-A-N. But uh, uh, San has been, it's, it's almost a childhood nickname. My mama always called me San. So uh, Alexander is my middle name given to me by my father. So I just broke it down like that. Just the last half of my first name and my middle name. All right. All right. Now let's talk about your um, your beginnings as an MC, man. Um, was was MC your first? Um, uh, I, I guess you could say title in um, in the genre of hip hop. No, not quite. I, I, it was always something I aspired to be, but uh, for the longest, I always told myself I couldn't do it. I always felt like I didn't have a, a dope enough story, or I didn't feel like I was hard enough. I grew up on gangster rap, you know what I'm saying? I, all I listened to was, was the old gangster rap from the early 90s and stuff back in the day, and I was like, man, this junk goes hard, but I, I can't rap like this. <laughs> so I started out as a, as a poet, honestly. Um, I, I found ways to, to convey my thoughts and feelings through my poetry. But I always had that rap cadence to it, so the rapping came naturally afterwards. Okay. Okay. All right, man. Now, as you venture into your um, into this, you know, the business of hip hop, man. Like, what was your uh, initial thought once you like, once you you know, generated that thought? Like, oh shit, I got some dope shit to put down. Like, where did you uh, where did you go into like to to get your beats? Where did you go and record it? You know what I mean, like. Where'd you get those uh, that inspiration to go out and do it, you know? Well, most, uh, really, all the beats I use, I, I really get them searching producers on YouTube for the most part. Um, and as far as laying the tracks, you know, I never, I never honestly think whatever I write is dope off rip. I kind of just do what I feel and hope, hope I like it, hope people don't like it, but then, you know, the meaning comes out of it afterwards. I just listen to the beat, the beat tells me what to say, I go ahead and say that shit, and then uh, it becomes the track. And um, I've been doing it, I've probably been recording now for maybe just two years. I haven't really been recording for all that, maybe three. But um, I'm, I'm really 
just been um I'm mostly a open mic, you know, live performer. I've been doing that for for maybe four or five years now with the poetry and even some rap. But um and that's just it. That's all it is. I record at home now. I used to go to the studio, uh, go to a homeboy studio for the first couple of songs I put on my SoundCloud page. But ever since uh, last year, around January, I've been I learned how to record and mix myself. So uh, that's what the conversations with contemplation. That was all me. Besides the beats, I did everything but make the beats for that one. Yeah, yeah. All right. Now, as for when you started going to the studio, like, how did you get over that fear? Because I remember my personal experience when I used to go to like before I had my uh, my own home studio and stuff I was I was scared shitless man when I was like you know in front of that booth and the fucking engineer looking at me I got fucking I had homies like right there just sitting looking at me like how did you get over that fear man uh you said the fear of recording myself of of like having someone record you oh um like being afraid of other people recording me uh, no, no, I'm saying like just that fear of like you know how how you how when you first start you know going to studios and shit, they're like looking at you and you're just nervous as fuck, just like you can't really focus too much because they're you know it's just you're put on the spot you know so it's like that nervousness hits yeah. you. you know? Yeah, I mean my nervousness. I mean, I've never been nervous on that accord. I kind of just, like, when I was recording with uh, with my, my, my homeboy or whatever, I was still just learning how to do things. And then once I watched him a couple times, and really, I watched him for a while because I did a tape with my brother a couple years ago before I did my own project. And, you know, it really just came down to learning because he, he taking the advice of somebody who's been doing it longer and then kind of just turn it into your own thing so for me i wasn't you know and plus the way i learned how to record myself i have a, I have a dope ass girl that uh, she actually learned how to do it herself she taught herself how to do it her name is beside everything and uh she she uh she's pretty amazing and she she laid down the basics for me and when i was she when she got me in that game i i, I can't turn back i love doing it myself i get to take more time Every little, you know, looking cranny that I want to put in is taking, you know, because other than that, I'm paying for time going to somebody else, and that shit was more harmful than, you know, beneficial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, me personally, I could say that hip hop saved my life, you know, um, and I and I know a lot of people in the same boat. Yeah, man. It's a very, the, the craft is important, man. We gotta, gotta keep. That's why I like to make sure whatever I do with this, this, this art, this platform, I make sure I'm just, uh, I try to do it the right way, treat it correctly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. How do you freestyle? Do I freestyle? Yeah. I, I dabble. I'm trying to get better than shit, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I fuck with the game, though. Another way I got into the rapping thing is really Okay. Now, how do you uh, how do you go about practicing? Like, what is your your technique to like you know follow? Practicing uh, the freestyles. Yeah. How do you get better? I mean, how do you how do you try to get better at it? Man, really, just trying to put myself out there and do it. I remember when I first went to a cipher and tried to. Uh, Faith and just jump in. Let yourself don't stop. 
But do you like yourself practice at home or something? Like do you like do you do anything to like to you know to make your vocabulary better or like to try to you know mix and match match certain words like in your head like when like whenever you freestyle like do you have certain things in your mind that you went over already or do you just go off the top? Um, I really just go off the top. Like, um, I do try to expand my vocabulary while I'm at, at home. I try to read more. I used to read a lot more. I need to get back to it. But um, when I write, I use a dictionary and a thesaurus because I love to. I love to expand my vocabulary. And I did a lot of school. I've been in school for a lot of my life. So you know, I went all the way up to like, one year of law school. So I did a lot of reading up to that. And. Uh, but uh, I just uh, I just try to I just just try to try to keep challenging myself as far as the freestyles go. You know, just try to pull anything and everything from everywhere. Um, it's just no, it's just get up in the morning. I usually get up in the morning while I'm getting dressed for work or school or whatever I'm doing. Put a beat on and just rap my way through my morning. And that's how I practice my freestyles. Yeah. Just try it. Oh, that's a good, that's a good way to do it, man. Now you mentioned that that you um grew up listening to uh like gangster rap and stuff like that um how was how was your your area when you uh where you grew up first of all tell us where uh, where did you grow up at i um that's kind of hard for me to say because i moved a lot not not off the military stuff but i was born in tacoma washington on the east side um i was i was i was never really raised in a very very like dangerous or bad area my parents were very very hard workers and they they had a, that's where i get my hustling mentality from because they was always like you know my father and my mother they came from unfavorable circumstances and they didn't want the same thing for their kids and they did a great job raising me my brother and my sister so we made sure so the areas uh when i came from tacoma i moved to seattle for a little bit and then i moved to florida when i was about 14 in our area a city called melbourne florida and um and then from there when i graduated high school i moved to tallahassee where i really started my poetry and rapping hmm. so i jumped around and I, that's why sometimes i feel like some people don't know how to how to interpret what i do or interpret who i am because i'm from the west coast from, that's my heart but i didn't grow up all the way there and i moved out i moved away from tacoma 13 14 years ago and um I've only really been back one time for my grandmother's funeral, but when I went back, that was home for me. It felt like I belonged there. I've never really felt like, you know, Palm Bay, Melbourne is, is, is my hometown. It's where I'm from. It's what I'm a rep. It's, it's dope, and I did go to high school there. You know, and same thing with Tallahassee. I started my artistry there, but none of that is home to me. That's just been where I've been at. And um, Tacoma, Tacoma, that's where my heart is, so... But the area is, is I've never, uh, I've always been, and I've always got a, a lot of friends, family, and relatives that are always in, in other situations, sometimes more uh, less fortunate than mine. But that's kept me in contact with how real the world is. You know, it, it keeps me, it keeps me firmly grounded in reality because not everybody has it as good, and not everybody has it as bad, and you gotta know how to treat people. That's that's, how, that's why people are the way they are, because of where they from, what they, you know, how they came up. So. That showed me a lot because I came from a position where, you know, I had what I needed to get through and it made me the type of person I have to reach out and help other people now. So I'm very self-sacrificing and wanting to go out and do things for other people because I, I, know, I know my family got me. I know I have a source to come back to that not everybody had. So I don't know if I even answered your question. I kind of went on. No, that, that, that's good, man. That's what I like hearing, man. Just like... 
you know, behind the hip hop, even though we hear all these like negative aspects, you know, of hip hop, especially nowadays, how, you know, all the stupidity is like glorified through today's, uh, I guess you could say commercialized hip hop. Um, it's, it's not as, as positive as, as I mean, there's a lot of underground hip hop that still speak that that knowledge and that positivity, but a lot of people don't get that knowledge because you know it's not in the uh, forefront, which is commercialized. You know. Um, now, how do you feel about that, man? About like hip hop being dumbed down through commercial use? Um. See, I, um, unfortunately, that's the way America works. You know, it's everything. When, when people or when big corporations or people with money see something that's popular and then they commercialize it to make money off of it, you know, it was only a matter of time before it got to hip hop. It's very unfortunate to see because, you know, for me, it's my culture. It's, it's, it's my people. It's like, it came from, from many women that look like me that were in, in very unfavorable situations as far as, you know, how they living was, how they was coming up and they had to create something to get out of that, like how people always have, you know? Yeah. So it was very unfortunate to see something so, that was based in passion so much, that wasn't about the money back in the day, when it was just about the art, the, you know, the craft, the getting better, the competitiveness, and now it's just about, you know, who can make the, who can make the dumbest hook on the best beat, it's unfortunate, but, you know, there's still, I know enough artists personally, and I see enough, even in the mainstream, to know, that have made it, to know that, like, that, 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 that's still the, the basis of hip-hop, is still in that passion, in that, in the, in the, in the love of the craft, and, you know, we just got, we just in a new era, this, this new generation is really what, uh, got these other artists that be on the double XL nowadays. I feel like the double XL is I'm not gonna get into that. We you know, I'm gonna skip that. But it, it, it's hurtful to see sometimes. It's harmful. But at the same time there's enough of the real out there still that just it's just not being recognized. But, you know, hopefully I, I, I can get to the point where I can make a difference. You know, my girl too, the people I fuck with, you know, we we out here we really wanna say something for real. Not everybody's gonna get it. It ain't for everybody. Not everybody ready for it. But shit, man, that's all we got. That's all we gonna get. So, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, like, like with all these interviews that I've had, you know, uh, people really got something positive to say, man. It's like, you know, and um, although you know, as as MCs. We're trying to make money, you know what I mean? I mean, at the end of the day, we're trying to make money out of it, you know what I mean? I mean, it is it is for the love of it. Of course it is. That's how it started. Um, and it continues that way, you know. But it's like, as adults, we're trying to get some money out of it, really, you know. And uh, unfortunately, a lot of us, like, kind of lose, lose touch with uh, what we really loved about hip-hop. And we just do other type of... Um, you know, I guess styles just so we can get more views and stuff like that. And uh, unfortunately, that's what we got to do, though. I mean, that's what we got to do. If, if, if you're really trying to eat with hip hop, you know what I mean? If, if you're really trying to get some money out of it, you really have to go that route nowadays. I mean, because um, there's a lot of talent out there of some dope ass fucking MCs, man. It's just they're just either due to financial reasons or whatnot. You know, they're just not seeing the light. They're just not seeing, you know, pe people are not, yeah. 
people only want to acknowledge what's, uh, what's, you know, what's popular, you know what I'm saying? Because if you don't, then you're out of the loop and you're uncool. But I, I know from, really from personal experience that there is still hope in getting through to the people that still feel like that, you know, the way that the hip-hop is now is, is the best and, you know, the, always everybody, you know, kind of copies the same cadence of flow and style. But I know from, just from going out to fix the mic, you know, and sitting in front of people that are younger than me that make that kind of music and listen to my lyrics and how complex it is and all the wordplay and spitting with no beat. And that shit is still dope because a lot of these mainstream people can't spit their lyrics with no beat and people mm. think it's fine. Niggas is going to, you know, so when I, when I see, I, I can look at a 14-year-old boy that just made a song talking about body, 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 and I can spit some shit like calm before the storm and he's looking at me with his eyes big. <laughs> I know, I know they hear me. I know, I know that it's possible, and I know they still just growing up. And and people want to hear that. It's something, man. There's somebody out there that's trying to hear what's real, and people are starting to get fed up. I believe it's it's, it's starting to get uh, people starting to see through bullshit. So I feel like as long as there's still niggas that want to stay true to the to the craft, true to lyricism, true to hip hop type shit, instead of just trying to blow up off a song that sound like everybody else. Yeah, I mean, there's a platform for it, you know what I mean? Like, people are still fucking, they, people are wanting the fucking boom bap to come back, you know? I'm waiting for that shit, man. I'm waiting for boom bap to go fucking uh, mainstream again, man. I'm waiting for that shit. I think it might. Yeah. It might, or at least people gonna have to switch their styles up, because, man, everybody sounding the same, it ain't, it ain't Now let's go into the the type of equipment that you've been using, man. Um, so you say that you used to uh, record at your at your homie's pad. So now um, you probably got more used to like seeing what what he had, and you probably got your own little studio going on, right? Yeah. All right. So like, so like, what do you use now? Like, what kind of software? What mics? Uh, you know, things like that. Um, well, I use uh, the mic I use, and the mic and the interface uh, Focusrite Scarlett 2i2. Um, I got that on a bundle deal one time from Guitar Center or something like a year ago. I actually only had it for a year now. And um, so I got the Scarlett 2i2 that I record with. I use Logic Pro X to record and mix. That's the prop program I use. But um, yeah, that's about it. That's all I got right now. So I got the headphones, uh, the, the headphones, the mic, and the interface, and I don't have no monitors or nothing yet. I just got the, the computer. Yo, your uh, your tracks sound sound fucking mastered as fuck. Uh, uh, where do you get your your masters done at? Uh, I did that on this website called Mastering Box, and I kind of was playing with it. I feel like some of them I didn't do it right, but uh, that's how I did that. Though I noticed it turned it up and made some of the songs a little bit clearer, but I was just on a website, honestly. Yeah, oh, that's cool, man. That's cool. Yeah, uh, I, I've actually used Lander. Lander, have you heard of that one? Lander, that's Lander with no E in it, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I heard of it. Yeah. It's all right, I guess. I guess, um, but I haven't fucked with other um, websites, so I don't. I can't really compare it. But um, there's a bunch of them out there, man. You know, it's just. And the way I, I mean, the the reason why I bring it up is like, um, I mean, because this podcast is more like mainly 
geared for people coming up, not knowing what to do, where to go for their, you know, mixing, mastering, all that. Because me personally, I didn't know shit about when I started, you know. I personally started doing uh, spoken word and shit, you know. So, like, I didn't even know shit about, <laughs> you know what I mean, about all this other stuff. And it's like, I bet there's a bunch of people out there in those same shoes right now, you know. So, it's, that's what I'm trying to put that out there with all the uh, with all the MCs that I interview and stuff. But um, now, as for... As for, um, have you done any shows? Yeah, yeah, I have, since I dropped my project in November, I had, um, at least, I think one feature, maybe two feature shows, but I do, I do, um, I stay in Melbourne, but I, I travel to Orlando, which is about an hour 15, that's where I'm driving home from now, actually, I'm on the road, uh, but I, I drive to Orlando and do open mic at least two, maybe three times a week. Jacksonville in February, and then um, another one in Orlando in March, and I think me and my girl going to Alabama too in uh, in March. So we got show, I got shows lined up, and uh, you know the grind continues. Yeah. Just I get my open mics though whenever I get a chance. Now, have you done a uh, pay for play? Like pay to perform type of thing. Yeah. Unfortunately, I, I sh- I'm not doing that anymore because last time I did it, it was actually, um, and I don't know if you follow me on Instagram. <laughs> I, I think so. I don't know if you saw the video up there with the, with the women in it. But uh, I, last time I paid to play, I ended up in a, in a spot that I didn't have no business in. And I didn't get anything out of it, so I'm not I'm not paying to perform no more because that's still like a scam. And honestly, I feel like I I, I, owe, I owe to myself more to to find somebody that's gonna pay me. Goddamn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm that's what we all want, man. I mean, how do you feel about the whole pay for play thing, man? I think I don't think it's cool. Um, I don't think it's cool because. You know, you charge people to perform, charge people to get in, maybe. I, I don't like it because I've done it too many times and I haven't, you know, seen the benefit of it. Yeah, I get a chance to perform, but it, it, it might not be, it might only be one track. It might only be, you know, it's, I can find plenty of opportunities to perform where I can go make money or, uh, you know, that kind of thing. Unless I'm paying to perform at something like to get exposure to like real A&Rs or real real big names in the industry if it's something like that official or legit then yeah but if it's like like what I've been doing trying to pay to get in to perform one or two songs to get my name out a little bit as you move man uh, I don't know I ain't with that and I would not advise anyone to go do that I'd say go find an open mic meet people in your area that's, that's doing shows putting them on cause there's somebody everywhere doing something cause people get bored and if you ain't got nothing in your hometown find the nearest city to go to that's what I do. My hometown ain't got shit going on. <laughs> I, I, drive, I drive an hour and a half to Orlando two, three times a week. Just to, even if I just perform one phone, I just go. Because, you know, sitting at home ain't getting it done. Yeah. Now, uh, 
financially, uh, where do you suppose is the best is the best uh, place to put your money at uh, when it comes to an MC? Like videos, music, the mi mixing, the mastering. I mean, where is the best place to put your money at? I guess it depends on how you like to do that. Some people, at one point for me, it was the studio. Spending money to spend time in the studio to get my shit recorded. Me and my brother, when we dropped our tape, uh, as long story short, two years, two, three years ago, uh, we was paying, you know, $20 an hour to record, and we probably spent two to three hours on every song, so we had a track, uh, we had, what, fucking 12 tracks, 13 tracks, I think. So it was like, you know, we put all that time and that was where it was most important at that time. So I guess it kind of depends on where you at, um, more so than anything. Because if you ain't got no music, you need to put your, you need to put your time into your, 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 the beats or the studio. If you got music, you probably need to put money into marketing or videos to get your shit out. That's where I'm at now. I'm trying to get visuals and I'm about to do that. Because now I actually have music. So, hey, that question is kind of depending where you at as an artist. But it, it can vary. Everything is important. Everything holds very similar importance. It just depends on what, what level you are, where you at with your shit, and how you like to do things, too. I like to record myself, so I don't spend no time in the studio money no more. Mm. Unless it's building mine. Mm. You know? So, and, you know, right now I got music. I still need to go make more, I know, but I'm, I've been working on trying to get my little grind on because I just started a company with my girl, too, so we trying to put our brand out, and I'm just trying to rock with the music I got while I try to sneak off and write some shit in the meantime, but... You know, right now my money's going, right now my money goes towards gas, because I be on the road. <laughs> mm, okay. What kind of company is that? So, so hype, yeah, man, it's our, it's a clothing company right now. We got okay. t-shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies, uh, our website is uh, com, mm. And uh, it's a lot of stuff on there. So the, the, the products are based on, you know, the music that me and my girl Versace Everything make. Uh, we got stuff that's pulled directly from the lyrics. We got shirts with the entire song lyrics on them. We got a lot of Black Pride stuff. We, we uh, you know, we just got stuff that our music represents and that represents us as a company. And we just put it on the clothing. So we got hats and all that kind of thing. We just been playing with it. Uh, we just dropped the company and dropped the website a month ago. Exactly, actually. On on uh, December 26th, Thursday at Kwanzaa, we dropped it. That's good, yeah, man, and it's been it's been a, it's been a blessing, man, because it feels good to go somewhere. You know, it's one thing going to open mics and other performances as you, you know, as I'm I'm Son Alexander, I'm a rapper. It feels just a whole nother level, a whole nother energy, a whole nother kind of love to it. When I say, you know, I'm Son Alexander, I represent Soul Hype, this this product, this brand that me and my woman created. And it's based on what we create. And it's like, it's, self, it's so self-empowering because it's like, it ain't, it ain't shit yet. I ain't hardly made a dime. It probably cost me more money than it made me so far. But boy, I love I love the fact that I can go out there and represent who I am with what I got. You know, and nothing else. And, and, and hopefully one day it's going to turn into something people won't catch on and fuck with the movement because it's the same thing we was talking about with the music earlier. Like, we, we just thinking of us. We're trying to keep that shit true. 
because that's all we got. And then and one day people gonna realize. One day people gonna wake up. Yeah, no, that's dope, man. See, like, the way I think about it, because me and my boy, we're trying to come up with this uh, brand, Lifers, with a Z. And, like, the way I think about it, we came up with a little, um, I guess you could say, uh, like, a little test run for it. And um, and we're thinking, like, yo, this, this is going to be, when we go big, this is going to be, like, worth more, because this was a, the fucking test run, you know what I mean? So this is going to be worth more than the actual brand, because this is, like, the original one so that's the way that i'm kind of thinking that you're just starting up but the ones that you have now are going to be like the ones you get that you get going later on are going to be nothing i mean nothing compared to the ones that you got now so it's like you know what i mean it's gonna be way more doper and shit so that's you know what i mean yeah man i feel you man yeah man so wow now how do you feel about um all these managers man Like what is uh, what is your inspiration when you? I mean, you have to listen to a beat, or you just use uh, lyrics that you've written before. Um, really, majority of the time it just starts with I listen to the beat. The beat kind of tells me how I feel, tells me what to say, and I just figure out what words to use to say it and put them in the right order. Um, so, but the way I write, I'm, I'm not a very fast writer. Uh, sometimes I have lucky days where I'll crank out a whole verse or song, but most of the time my, my verses come to me in pieces and not always in the right order and not always in the track that I plan on putting in my box. Sometimes my writing process pisses me off because I'll write, I'll write a, a good eight bars to some shit to one beat and be like, all right, and then the next day I'll be like, I don't like this on this beat. This isn't going to work. And then the next day, I might find another beat and write a whole different song and be like, damn, what's the, what's the hook going to be? Yeah. 
oh shit, I wrote this eight bars to this other beat yesterday. This shit sound better on here as the hook. You know, I might do that. Or uh, I might freestyle some shit and be like, oh, that was cool. Write it down. I might not use it for a couple weeks. You know, it's, it's sometimes it gets ugly, but it is. The way it comes out is like, it's dope. Like, Calm Before the Storm, I wrote that shit in one day. Sat, sat up one night and was, you know, went up and I started recording it when Hurricane, that hurricane came through Florida, Irma, the one that everybody was scared of, so I was recording that bitch while that hoe was coming through and put the sound effects in that bitch because I thought it was cool and it, it made me feel like it was more real. So, you know, it all depends on, it, it all comes in pieces for me. It's never, you know, I'm not really fast with it, so it starts with, uh, it starts with the beat though, for, for sure. Now, everyone has has to juggle a bunch of stuff, you know what I mean, throughout the day. Uh, how do you stay uh, focused and motivated and not lose track of what you got to do? Man, honestly, that's something I'm struggling with at this time. I'm, I'm still, like I said, finding myself as an artist because I'm still very, very new to this shit. I'm still, you know, I've, I've been... I've had my SoundCloud page for two years now, and I've been on SoundCloud for maybe three, rapping publicly, and then, you know, I've only been, I've only been more by Sign Alexander for the past two years. So, you know, I, it's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of crazy. Just, uh, I don't know how to explain Now, uh, what is your greatest fear when it comes to, uh, you know, your 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 music or you know your clothing? What is your greatest fear, and how do you manage it? Um, shoot, my greatest fear is giving up on it, and I I manage it by just making sure I get up and go do something for it every day. I don't know what it's gonna lead to. I don't know. I don't know if this shit gonna be successful or if it's gonna fail. I don't know. I'm really gonna be heard. I don't know. My shit gonna move and, you know, other people's pain or if it's gonna be vice versa. People close to me might blow up and I just might be in the background. I don't know how this shit gonna work. But all I know is, you know, as long as people get up and keep doing it, something is bound to happen to that man. Because um, one is good, it's quality shit. It's, it's not. It's not just something that people hear and be like, yeah, that had a good vibe. Or, I just, you know, it's like I see and other people tell me all the time. It's really something about you know the music I make and the shit that I be saying. Me and my girl, especially like you know. So um, my greatest fear is just giving up on it. I just try to make sure I I, I don't do that because I'm not worried about failing as much. I'm not worried about, you know, not being full, not being whatever, because as long as I can do this shit, I'll be happy with it. I'll find a way to eat. I'm going to find a way to hustle. I'm going to find a way to make bread. It's just, as long as I don't give up on this shit, I'll be okay. All right. Yeah. And that fear, that fear stems from me giving up on shit in the past. You know, music wasn't, I wasn't like a childhood prodigy trying to make music since I was seven or something. Like, I wanted the hoop when I was a kid. But when I was a kid, basketball was life. Nigga couldn't tell me nothing. I'm in the gym every day. You know what I'm saying? I just didn't. I was like, man, no matter how bad that shit got, man, I'm making it to the league. Me and my brothers, we gonna do it. I gave up on that shit. I looked at one day I went to a tryout in college and I gave up on myself. And I hated the way that that felt because I felt like I could have did something if I would have tried. 
they're stuck with it. So, you know, my biggest fear is repeating that mistake. Yeah. So, yeah, my bad, though. Yeah, no, uh, I feel you, man, because I, I kind of had the same thing, man. Mine was football. I actually blew my leg, my, my knee, man. I messed up my knee at a game, and that was it right there, man. I decided, you know what, I guess it's not for me. I guess God has other plans for me, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I tore my Achilles. I tore my Achilles not too long ago, but I know how you feel. That shit, that shit definitely deters. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Uh, now, you as an MC, uh, how would you define success? How would I define success? Yeah. For me personally, uh, as, a, as an artist, success, um, for me personally, being successful as an artist really is as simple as continuing to do it, just being able to stick to it, stay true to what, what you what you want to say, what you want to create, and not swing for you know the popular opinion uh, or or any any of the bullshit that 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 niggas like to to, to to resort to to make it or get rich. It ain't the money to me. It's, it's really just being able to do what you love. said that you read a lot man what uh what is uh maybe like two books that you can say you know shout it out that, that really made you like think and you know think critical and like help you with your you know with your everyday you know hustle man Trump and the 
Sounds like some Dave Chappelle uh, shit, man. <laughs> honestly, honestly, that's what it seemed like, too. It was crazy, you know? And he was, he was culture shocked by being on the other side of that shit. Cause, you yeah. know, when, <laughs> a lot of people that be, um, you know, white people that, that feel like they're not racist and they don't think racist, they're this, 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 it's hard for them to see it because when you don't go through something, you don't know. You know, if you don't ever face that on a day to day, or you don't ever, you ain't never been through that. You know what I'm saying? I don't go through it daily, but I know I can. I, I, I I've, I've been called a nigger. I've been, you know, insulted because of my skin color, my race and stuff. You know, I know it's out there. It makes me, you know, but they don't all know because not all of them are blatantly racist like that. Some of them only know what they see on TV, and a lot of them, you know, a lot of what they see on TV is what niggas. One advice that you can share with us that you received that changed your life, man. Denying there's talent there, man. There's no denying that. Now, um, for, for the last question, man, I got this um question that uh kind of is geared towards the person that's starting from step one. They don't know anything about the business. They don't know anything about recording. So uh, here it goes. If you were to wake up tomorrow and find yourself starting from scratch, like from step one, 
you still had the knowledge of like, you know what I mean, like what what to do, you know what I mean? But you knew no one, you, you didn't have no equipment. What will be their, their next seven days looking like? says man just stick with it man stick with it and uh you want to shout out your album man put a book out or something like that? Um, I don't think I'm going to do a book. I do want to do videos for my poems and my songs one day. But uh, I haven't thought about a book. Um, and I haven't written a poem in a minute, man. All my, all my rapping, I haven't got away from a beat for a while. So if I spit, when I get back into writing poetry, I might consider a book because that would be dope. Um, I want to write. I want to write scripts one day. A script, you said? If I can, yeah, if I can, if I can, if I, I would love to write scripts one day because movies and TV is another very, very powerful medium. Yo, we gotta talk to more, man, because I'm actually working on a fucking novel, man. We, we should talk, man. You got my number, nigga. What's up? Yeah, yeah. All right, man. Uh, and as for your girl, man, uh, shout her out, man. Hey, shout out to my love beside of everything. That's B E R S A I L L E S Versailles, not Versailles. The everything Versailles. So, uh, yeah, man, she's a rapper, she's a singer, she's a boy, she's a fucking, she's a monster, man. She she is a big part of the reason I'm I'm out here going as hard as I can because she should have been blown up, man. Honestly, she she should be everywhere, but she will one day, and I'm gonna be right along with her, man. And we just trying to out, we just out here, you know, our our we started out 
music has the love, man. Our shit is based in love for each other and love for what we do. So big, big shout out to the love of my life for side of everything. Um, shout out to my brother Dewan too. Long story short, X's no O's. Uh, we've been inactive for a minute, but we still out there too. My nigga's still writing his poetry and shit. So big shout out to my brother Dewan, aka I Spit Ether. But uh, yeah, that's that's good for my shout out. Yeah, that's lovely, man. That you and your girl are doing this, you know what I mean? As a, as you know, as a unit, you know what I mean? And um, yeah, and that's good, man. And now, so just nothing but positive vibes to you and yours, man. And um, we're checking out for today's episode of the Hip Hop Spot, yo. This was me, the host Brown, with Son Alexander, man. Yeah, that's right, man. We're checking out for today's episode, man. We'll check you on the next one. Yo, stay inspired, stay motivated, and overall, my people stay dope. That's right. Yeah.